Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our contemplation this evening is recorded for us in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. We hear these words again in the name of our Lord. There were in the same country shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior was born for you, he is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward mankind. These are the words of our text. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have gathered in your house to celebrate the wondrous birth of our Savior, your Son, Jesus the Christ. We pray this evening that you would strengthen our faith in him. Help us to see just how much you love him in sending him to live and die for us so that we could be forgiven of all our sins. We pray that you would help us to see the great love that you have demonstrated for all mankind in this wondrous act. Pour out your Spirit upon us. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In Jesus, the Christ, the Savior of the world, Dear fellow redeemed, Christmas is personal. It's not about presents. It's not even personal on the sense of our relationships with family and loved ones. No, Christmas is personal on a much deeper level than that. It's about your soul's interaction with God better yet it's about God's interaction with you God wants to touch you with the gift of his love love at your deepest place your soul it was that desire that caused him to send the angel to the shepherds to announce that the Savior of the world had been born. The shepherds heard it. They took it to heart. It was personal for them. And so it should be for you. The angel announced that your Savior has been born. 
the message of the angel was meaningful. The message of the angel is to be believed. What makes a gift meaningful? Now, Katie can tell you I'm not the best gift, gift giver in the world. But I think there are three things that make a gift truly meaningful. The first is thought. And it's not in the cliche, it's the thought that counts. But the thought is an indication that someone was thinking of you and decided to do something nice or loving for you. That makes a gift meaningful. And closely connected with that thinking is the next ingredient. And that's understanding. When a gift shows that the person that is giving it understands you, that they get you and know you. Wow, that can make a gift meaningful. And the third element is effort. If someone went to extra special effort for the gift, maybe pouring in a part of themselves, their time and energy, then that gift has special meaning. It's as if their sacrifice adds to the value of the gift. So we have thought, understanding, and effort. If I am right and those three ingredients make a gift meaningful, then there is no more meaningful a gift than what the angel announced to you. The birth of the Savior shows that God thought of you, understood you, and put in effort. In the letter to the Ephesians, God caused the Apostle Paul to write that He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in Him. That means that God was thinking of you before He had made one grain of sand. God from eternity pictured you in the here and now and chose to be nice. Chose to be loving towards you. He thought of you. And God also understood you. God gets you. He knows you inside and out. In fact, He knows you better than you know yourself. In John chapter 2, it tells us that Jesus didn't need anyone to testify Him about mankind because He knew what is in a man. Even that deep recess that you hide from everyone else, God knows. 
God understands the way that you think. He knows what makes you tick. Now that may terrify you. God really knows me? God knows what makes me tick, what's going on inside my head? Yes, He does. And you should be terrified in one sense. Because when we compare our thought patterns and what makes us tick to what makes God think and tick, they're at polar opposites. He is righteous and good in every essence of His being. We are corrupt and sinful to the core. But when you understand someone, you can often see most clearly what they need. God didn't use His understanding of you to condemn you. He could have. But instead, He chose to provide what you really need. The announcement of the angel shows us that he gets us. Because the, the angel announced that your Savior has been born. Now this was no small thing on God's part. This gift required great effort. In the first chapter of John, we read that the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. God came down from heaven to pour out His time and energy to give us the gift of salvation. Jesus became man, or I should say, the Son of God became man. So that He could bear the burden of the law in our place. A weight and load that none of us have been able to carry. And for 33 years or thereabouts, He gave His best. And He lived a perfect life for us all. But then the greatest act of effort, or the greatest act of his effort, was not the carrying of the law, but the carrying of the guilt of our sins. When God nailed him to the cross, Jesus willingly stayed there, suffering God's wrath so that we wouldn't have to. He poured out His life unto death so that we could be given the forgiveness of all of our sins. Talk about thought, understanding, and effort. The gift that the angel announced to you is the most meaningful gift that God could ever give you. 
because it means that he loves you. It means that he wants to have a relationship with you and for you to live with him forever in heaven. The angel announced that your Savior has been born. That message should be believed. Sometimes when we talk about Christmas today, it's almost as if we speak of it as a fairy tale. A long time ago in a small city a long way away, a virgin gave birth to a very special child. Notice the very different nature of the angel's announcement. Today in the city of David, a real place which you're really close to, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. When we treat Christmas like a fairy tale, what we're actually doing is distancing God from interacting in human history. It's not really a Christmas story. It's the Christmas account. These are the things that happened. The shepherds went and what did they find? They saw that little boy lying in a feed trough. And they saw the swaddling rags that were wrapped around his body. This really happened. God interacted with mankind. So what did the shepherds do? They believed it. They believed it first of all because it was true. And it was true not just on the level of what they saw. But it was true on everything that the angels said. That baby that they found lying in the manger wrapped in swaddling cloths was the Savior. They believed that that little baby would rescue them from the guilt of their sins. So you should believe the Christmas account if for no other reason than it is true. It's what really happened. But you should believe it most of all because it's for you. We might look at this account of the angels speaking from heaven to those shepherds and say, wow, that was wonderful. That was so blessed for them to be able to hear that message. But what's that mean for me 2,000 years removed from it? Well, notice what the angels first said to the shepherds. Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news of great joy. For whom? For all people. That means you and me. Yes, we are distanced from that proclamation by thousands of years now. But that does not mean that the message wasn't meant for us. Good news of great joy for all people. For you and me included. So believe the message. It's not a fairy tale, it's real. And that's what makes Christmas so personal. God really wants to interact with you. God really wants to touch you with the gift of His love. And so God really became man to bear your real sins so that you can be forgiven. Christmas is real. The angel announced it. He told you that your Savior has been born. May God grant you a very personal Christmas this year. May you have much joy as you share gifts and spend time in your human relationships. But remember, Christmas is deeper than that. It touches the soul. The angel announced that your Savior has been born. To Him be the glory, now and forever. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.